0: Kia ora everyone, welcome to the Kiwi Running Show. Now this episode is our first one since lockdown, so we're just covering off some of the events that have been going on, and we do a bit of a heads up because running in New Zealand is about to get very busy with a lot of races, in particular the National Cross Country Champs happening later this month. Alright, on to the show. Well, kia ora and welcome everyone to the Kiwi Running Show. It's been a long time, Stefan. We, where have we been? We've been in full lockdown. Been
1: in, been in hiding, mate. Been, um, <laughs> it's affected everything, even this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those, those wondering, essentially we do this podcast whenever there's a, a big race or an event that's just happened so we can talk about it. And obviously there hasn't been much in the way of racing, so hence why i think when was the last show like march so we're in late july coming into august now so yeah a little um a little lockdown for the show a little break <laughs> little break mate just um it's
1: a it's a race for a vaccine at the moment
0: yeah 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 and how have you been keeping man it's life and family everyone keeping well
1: yeah yeah all good um first like kind of 10 weeks were pretty rough like um from kind of like a work perspective and then um family as well like kids were at home not going to daycare so juggling all that was a bit of a a nightmare Mm. but they're, they're all back in um daycare now and um things are all right in new south wales there's been a few outbreaks recently but Obviously, down in Victoria, it's pretty bad at the moment, jumping up to, I think they had 700 new cases yesterday. So, they? oh. um, they, yeah, they've, they've they've had a big outbreak, which has spiraled out of control and they've gone into like a full lockdown um, now. So, wow. yeah, they're trying to contain that. The, the borders are closed, so they can't even drive across into New South Wales and stuff like that, which I think is a good, idea because obviously we don't want to start infecting the rest of the country. Um and especially in and Australia what about you, know?
0: you and so, so you're in Sydney, like are you guys on any sort of alert level at the moment or are you just normal life? Yeah.
1: Like, well, well I'm in Wollongong, which is about ninety K south of Sydney, but there's been yeah. a few hot spot areas around western Sydney um where there's been um you know uh, maybe like 15 or 16 cases and then i think it got up to around 40 or 50 but it seems to the contract tracings reduce that and then um we had like two or three in wollongong recently but they haven't oh, had wow. any more than that so they've kept it um We've been okay down here, but you're still kind of on alert a little bit, you know, um, for mm. could happen because just looking at Victoria, it just spreads so quickly once um, a, a few um, cases get out. But I, I spoke to a colleague the other day in New Zealand and I was just so jealous because I was like, oh, man, you're back to <laughs> – Kind of running next to each other and spitting in each other's faces. No worries. So it's, um, <laughs>
0: I know it's it's so weird when I hear like podcasts or talk to people overseas and they're like, "Yeah, I'm running with the with a face mask, just like that's what you do, <laughs> and it's normal." And it, it's yeah, well, we're definitely. To,
1: you have to invict now as well. That's right. You have mandatory face yeah. mask when you're outside. So yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah bit of oxygen restriction, eh? Altitude training.
1: How <laughs> how have you been stuff. tracking anyway? It seems oh, like things yeah, we've like... been good.
0: Like I think most of our our listeners are based in New Zealand and, and they'll they'll agree. Like man, it's just so you feel pretty blessed to live in a country that's that's managed to dodge a bit of a bullet at the moment. Like who knows, we could get a outbreak like like Victoria, but yeah. Um in New Zealand, it's been um, full steam ahead, and it was cool. I, I worked a bit with Athletics New Zealand when when we went into lockdown. Um, I got on the phone to them and was like, what oh, What can we do? We need, we need to have some sort of stuff to get Kiwis moving and, um, you know, with Team Sports down. So we launched uh, that virtual series, which went through April uh, through to June. Um, so that was cool, uh, having like – so that first month we did uh, 5K – time trials and then um and so they had to be fully solo uh with being at level four and then in may we went to we did a virtual echidon um so for those who don't know what an echidon is it's a marathon relay so you have four legs either 10k or one that was 12.2k um, and you enter that as a team and then we did a in june it was a 1k champs and a 10k champs so you could um enter both or into either, so it was cool. We, we had um, like over a thousand people enter each each event, and like yeah, thousands of um, entries put in. So awesome work, New Zealand for for keeping that going and and looking sort of around the world. It was cool to see um, that like athletics, New Zealand was able to jump on that pretty quick um, and see like other governing bodies around the world just being a bit slow to get stuff going. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was good to be part of that. Um, but we're back to real racing now, which is, is the exciting part.
1: Yeah, probably it obviously helps being a a smaller Island. Um, where you're pretty isolated yourself, I guess can stamp it out pretty quickly if people do the right thing. Um, but I was, I was going to say, we just had this week, um, So we had the athletics new south wales short course cross country champs two weeks ago and um you had to you could only go spectate one per athlete so oh wow so even that was restricted as well as the you had a time where you had to arrive where you had to be for warm-up and then a, a time for race and then also a time you had to leave the venue so they, they yeah. did a really good job in terms of monitoring that and, you know, keeping the restrictions in place. And it was still, it, the fields were so deep, like they had to cut off entries because the numbers were going to be too high. And then um, just yesterday, the long course champs, which are next weekend, have actually been cancelled now. Um,
0: oh, wow. So okay.
1: they, they said COVID-related, but they're, they're, I think there's something else going on there. Um, and that's been pushed back another month. Um, but also with the um, the announcement with World Cross Country has now been postponed as well, unfortunately, which was going to be in March in Australia. So, oh, really? um, yeah, so I, I think it's still going to be held in Australia. I just think that they're working on when that is looking like it's going to be. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a tough one. I mean, I, I can't even see – I know it's a long way still now, a year away, but uh, the way – Things are looking, I can't see even Tokyo going on, but I guess it um, leads into a bit of a segue for you to talk about some local events now in New Zealand where you guys are really fortunate to be able to now start putting on races and no restrictions and anything like that.
0: Yeah, it is it is really crazy, like, thinking if you're a, an elite athlete and, um, I don't know, someone like Nick Willis or um, Val uh, Adams, like, you're right at the end of the your career and do you put in that hard work to try and get to another olympics uh, when it may potentially not go ahead it's probably 50 50 at the moment like mm. i i doubt it would happen unless there's a really good vaccine out so yeah it's what interesting else, times. Have do, what else would they got to do they may uh, as well mate <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and Well, actually, on that note, I, I saw Nick is no longer officially a, a professional athlete. As as you'll see when you jump on his Instagram, there's shots of him skateboarding in a skate bowl and stuff, so that wouldn't have happened when he was on contract. But he's now working as a community manager for, um, oh, what is it, the... Traction. Uh, Tracksmith, that's right. Um, so that's cool, entering the, the working world, but I understand he's still got, got plans to try and make it to another Olympics, so that's that's good. Um, and as a bit of a recap of some of the highlights that I saw over the last few months, um, like many might have noticed, um, in Hamilton just on on Wednesday, so what's that, Wednesday at the end of July, um, Camille Buscombe, Hayden Wilde and Sam Tanner all jumped in a, a 3K, uh, which is sort of part of a like international virtual competition. So Camille just missed out on going sub nine for the 3K, um, and he, she was being paced by um, Zane Robertson's wife, uh, which was cool to see. And then um, in the boys, we had Sam Tanner um, take another under 20 New Zealand record. So he he now owns the New Zealand record in the 1500. The mile and the 3,000 metres for under 20, uh, which is just amazing. So he ran 757 57 for the 3K. Um, and the previous record holder was actually Richard Potts from back in the early 90s with a um, just a, a tick over eight minutes. So well done, Sam Tanner, for getting another New Zealand junior record. And then um, Hayden Wild, training buddy, was just behind Sam in 759. Um, and Hayden's been just lighting up some some virtual racing. He's been doing all this um, bike racing virtually through what is it Zwift, the Zwift platform. So he's been doing a lot of that, um, and he's run like thirteen twenty something for the the five k in one of the our virtual races. So he's been crushing it, um, and just cool to have all these guys um, and girls with with Camille in, in the country. Um, doing stuff domestically, which is cool. So the big thing next in the on the horizon for us is the New Zealand cross-country chance, which is the end of August, so the last weekend of August down in Dunedin, and we're really hoping that we'll see Camille down there um, along with uh, Hayden Wild, Sam Tanner, hoping we'll see these names there, um, but the, at the moment they're all in the country still um I've, and I've heard, I've heard that um
1: tanner would be running at least
0: awesome yeah yeah um and, and then we'll have like local local heroes ollie chignall and rebecca green uh lining up um and who else so um
1: last, last year Cam, last year's Cam Cam
0: yeah yeah so It'll be cool. I'm going to make the trek down and and be commentating, be on the mic. So it'll be really interesting to see what sort of training people have got under the belt during lockdown. And I'm sure there'll be some surprises, some people coming out of out of nowhere. Um, the regional champs are going to be in the next couple of weeks. So if you're if you're wondering what to do and you want a bit of structure to your training, now's a great time to actually join up with the club and and jump into the those regional cross-country races do some cross-country and that rolls really quickly into road season as well on that note the next few months are just insane and and Stefan this is where it'd be good to talk to you and get your thoughts on how you would approach this as an athlete or as a a coach Um, because we've got in the the sort of club land we've got New Zealand uh, cross country champs, we've got New Zealand Road Relay champs, we've got New Zealand Road Champs. Uh, they're all within about two months of each other. Then you've got yep. all the marathons that were delayed, like Rotorua marathons being pushed into September, Hawke's Bay Marathon, I think's in September as well. You've got Queenstown, Auckland. Um, I think Wellington has... no, Wellington's still going ahead in August. Um We've had a couple of cancellations, but, you know, all the big races are, are still happening. Um, so it's an insane calendar. Um, so I don't know, Stefan, if you've got any advice for people who are like they have been starved of races um, and then all of a sudden it's like a kid in a candy shop, you've got races, like multiple races every weekend. How yeah. would you approach all this?
1: Yeah, I would. Um, I mean, depending what that calendar looks like in terms of the regional cross country races as well and stuff like. Um, normally, I, I would have probably suggested attacking one of those pretty hard, um, leading into New Zealand cross country because it's always a hard race, and yeah, you know, it's good to get a hard effort in leading into that as well. So, um, New Zealand. You're gonna need a comp-
0: you're going to need to blow out those cobwebs eh from from lockdown yeah. like there's yeah. no matter how much many time trials or solo workouts you do there's nothing like a race,
1: yeah yeah, and not, and normally most people go uh, um to the relays anyway um it's it's like quite an inclusive event, obviously, and depending on the strength of your team probably can determine how hard you may or may not have to run um, but normally with it there's that decent break um, between user and cross country and road but it probably works out all right in terms of sandwiching them a bit closer together and and being able to run both rather than you know choosing oh maybe I have a down week here or a uh, um, ramp up the training again or whatever you need to do between those events um, whereas you can probably, Kind of hold your peak a bit long, um, a bit better now between those events. Um, but with the marathons, I guess it, it, you probably just kind of got to take your pick of the bunch, even though they're all sandwiched in together. Um, I quite like the look of the Hawke's Bay course, even though it might not be um, the fastest. I got a bit of bias towards there growing up in yeah, the area.
0: Yeah. Hawks um, Bay boy. But,
1: Yeah, yeah. But then um, I guess if you got Rotorua in September as well, like, and you haven't run it before, it's one of those iconic ones. And if you want to tick it off, you know, it's, um, you probably choose that one over that. But um, Hawke's Bay is probably still a faster course than Rotorua, I
0: could imagine. Um, with yeah, the, the hills I, I think stuff. it's sort of similar. Um, most years, Hawks Bay seems to get this headwind. Like um, you probably know the course better than me, but from what I understand, you're sort of running south most of the way, and yeah. just by luck of the draw, I think most of the time I've had this headwind, and you're up on those exposed um, uh, flood flood banks, whatever they're yeah. called, up on the trails. Yeah. yeah, the
1: one. I guess the one good thing with Them being closer together and with New Zealand Road, especially for the marathoners, is like it's a great chance for a lot of them to run New Zealand Road as a, a ten k hit out before a marathon. You know, just to even if people run at their marathon pace or just to um, hammer it out to see what they've got on marathon legs and a bit of a blowout before the marathon. So um, it could work out well for the marathoners having New Zealand Road there.
0: Yeah, fully. Um, I'm just looking through the dates now, Uh, so. In September, it is, yeah, the New Zealand Marathon Champs, which is the Rotorua Marathon this year. So that's the 26th of September and then into October.
1: So that's got the national champs as part of it this year, does it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know how that works, it it usually gets sort of shopped around every year. Um, It can be all parts of the country. Um, And then the weekend following is the New Zealand Road Relay Champs, Two weeks after that is the New Zealand Trail Running Champs in Christchurch. Um, and the road relays, by the way, are in Fielding this year again. Um, and then we move into November and we've got the New Zealand Road Champs on the 7th, which is in Auckland again. Um, and I think that's very close to the Auckland Marathon as well. So it's they're all just lined up so so close together. It's crazy
1: bang 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 and then it's track season
0: yeah 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 and for high school runners as well um september is the new zealand cross champs and then december early december will be the the track and field champs as well so it's a it's a crazy time and so i i definitely encourage runners to kind of sit down uh sit down with a coach like even if you don't have a coach at the moment now's a really good time to like i think a coach really comes into their own when you do your race scheduling, and like you say, like work out those races that are sort of the warm up races, blow the cobwebs out. Work out what races are going to be your A races, and and also also get a bit ruthless, like cut some races out that are just in there because you want to race. Um, and yeah. you know, there's only so many half marathons or marathons your body can handle. So yeah, you've got to you've got to be selective and not go too crazy. Hey. What what has your training been like over the last last few months, Stefan? Have you been able to keep the running going? Put the put the shoes on.
1: Yeah, it's actually, I've probably had um, one of the better blocks of running that I've had for a long time, um, which is yeah. I don't know if it was in um, it coincided with COVID or not, but I kind of. <laughs> I got a bit. Um, I guess pre. I thought you yeah, did a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. Um, that was just a random da- like lunchtime on a Friday, I think it was, <laughs> and I was like bantering with someone about just running, and they're like, "Oh, a marathon's pretty far. Like you'd have to train for a long time." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you would." And I said, um, "But it's all." I said it's so much mental games. I was like, I could probably run one right now. <laughs> and,
0: and he was like, and like run. fifty bucks I'm on the, the table. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and like here's me, like literally, I pr- I probably hadn't run for maybe two months, and yeah, um, like I, I had been nursing another injury of something else, <laughs> and just kind of going to go into the gym, and I said, ah, stuff it. I'll fine. I'll give it a crack. And so yeah, yeah. yeah I set, I set off, and I I decided I was just going to do it around the block, which is only a six hundred meter loop. And, um, so I got to, I got through about like 10 K and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be a long day. And then I was like, just keep going, get, get to a half, got to a half, had my first break. And so I was like, I think it was about hour 50 or an hour 55 or something. Yeah. sat down and sat down inside in my driveway had a beer and a few <laughs> chocolate biscuits <laughs> and, then, and then carried on to 30k and by then i was shuffling like hard like barely moving and um, yeah. oh actually the original was i was going trying to try a 100 laps of my block which was 60k which was just oh, obviously right. when i looked at it looked at it during the run was too ambitious so i got through 70 odd something laps which was i said i'd get to a marathon so i did did The marathon no. in about four hours 35 <laughs> or something,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And that and that it was funny because I, I'd, I'd honestly done nothing, like, I'd done no running, um, pretty much like how I did my first <laughs> marathon. And then <laughs> I it kind of kick started me into getting into some running again. So, like, two days cool. later, That's- I decided to go for a run and I went for like 6k at like 4.30s.
0: I was I like, Cool.
1: I was like, holy crap, my um I expected to be limping around, but my, my body pulled up really good from it. Really? And um wow. and then I just I just started running every second day for a bit and um now like the past probably six weeks I've been running about sixty K's a week, I'd say, on average. Nice. Um so I've, yeah, I've been been taking a day off still a week, but running six days a week and um doing two harder sessions. Um, during that week as well. And I've actually had a chance to pacemake a couple of mates who had been aiming for some um, PBs during lockdown. So a couple of weeks ago, I paced paced the guy to – he was aiming for 15.50. I ran the first K with him um, in, yeah, 3.10, and then I alternated every 400 metres. So he went 15.28, so he ran a pretty big PB. And Work then I Man, another guy just last weekend to he was wanting to break fifteen minutes and he ran fourteen forty nine. So wow. I just ran like um four hundred on at like seventy seconds and then um I just waited there for him to do four hundred by himself and just did that um for five K. So I got in about cool. like two and a half K or three K of four hundred efforts at seventy seconds and he got a good P B and yeah, things things are starting to tick along, all right. Like I want to now probably have a go at a five k myself, and um, and maybe a few weeks times and get try and get under that sixteen minute barrier myself. So we'll, we'll see awesome. where we're at in a few weeks.
0: Oh, you must be coming into some good shape. That's that's classic. But throw you <laughs> throw on the deep end day, eh? just shuffle <laughs> your way around a marathon get yourself back into fitness. <laughs> Probably Pure, not recommended.
1: Purely, purely, of, purely of stubbornness and um saying yeah. I could do something in front of someone and then was held
0: accountable. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's, it's, it's a good because, insight into how to get your yeah. to get yourself motivated. Yeah.
1: And well, cause now I'm I was like, oh it'd be good to then like do a marathon before the end of this year and actually you know go out in like four minute K's and see if I could hold that and um you know that would that would obviously be around like just under 250 um, yeah but like I th- I think I could probably get to 30k like soon like before it would become an implosion but it'd be yeah, worth yeah. um given a crack and just off that because my bot I'm feeling good. Like my body feels okay running at that mileage. I, I don't really want to run any more than I am <laughs> yeah um, and still try and maintain some fitness. So I've been, I've been kind of focused like on the sessions I'm doing, I'm pushing them along like pretty quickly. And then um, so that I'm still able to get the most out of my running for the week.
0: Yeah, I'm about the yeah. same. I'm, I'm doing sort of fifty okay, to sixty k a week, and I think it's a nice. I'm just doing like five runs a week, and it's a yeah. nice, it's a nice balance where your each run is sort of between ten or fifteen k. So you're not yeah. doing any of those long runs that really just wipe you out, and you know you right. can't play with your kids for the rest of the day, and <laughs> um, and you've still got that energy to you know do some harder sessions, and um, I, I like it. It's a nice. Nice, like, you could see yourself doing that sort of mileage until you're 70 or 80, you know, um, yeah, and your body's yeah, not yeah. going to disagree with it too much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same.
1: I've only been running probably, yeah, 16K is kind of a long run once a week and then everything else is between kind of 8 and 12. So, um, mm. yeah, it just keeps the body fresh away. It's amazing. But
0: Yeah. Are you, are yeah.
1: you, you planning any races yourself? Are you at, at that kind of stage or...?
0: Well, I because I did some races back in February, um, where yeah, I did a little like bit of track stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was I was in shape. Like I, I ran sixteen oh nine um for the five K and yeah. I was like and I ran sub three for the last K, so I probably should have run it faster. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I had had been in the tank. Um, so yeah, I was probably in sub 16 shape. Um, but since then the, uh, the tracks just flared up my, uh, the old Achilles again. So, um, that's always the battle for me. I, I, for those awesome. who don't know, I ruptured my Achilles back in 2014. So ever since I'm just like, as soon as I feel the nigger, I just back right off, wait a couple yeah. of months until it's, till it's good. So I've been slowly ramping things back up. Um, And this time taking the approach of like in the past, I'd try and get my mileage up first before I started introducing workouts. And this time I'm taking the approach of get the the workouts in place first, and then I'll start ramping up the the actual mileage. So I've been doing, yeah, fart one day a week, and then just some strides the other day a week. And it's feeling good. Like this morning I just did like six or seven um, 20, 30-second strides. And it's nice to run fast again, eh, man? Man, you miss it when you've been injured or just nursing, nursing it. It's for those yeah. who are listening, and if you just like your standard run is just out there jogging one pace, like just try doing some some sprints or you know fast controlled runs between the lampposts and uh, mix it up because man, it, it's just so much more fun than just plodding along.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's nothing that feeling of actually running fast and, like, obviously fast is different for different people, but anything faster than just jogging along, like, I don't know, it's it's a pretty good
0: rush. Yeah, yeah, and as a running coach, like, that's something that I've encountered, just so many people who, you know, take up running and then don't realise it's like, it's like going into a, a Indian restaurant and just ordering rice and not understanding that. Just getting, just getting the butter chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just getting the butter chicken, not understanding there's this massive spectrum of stuff that you could do as a runner, let alone all, all the stuff you could be doing in the gym and, um, yeah, cross-training and, and all that. But it's, it's so good. And um, I remember... Like, if anyone's trained with any East Africans, one of the first things you notice is how polarised their running is. Like, they'll start super slow in their jogs and then they'll finish faster and then they do their workouts insanely fast. And I think as as Kiwis or Westerners, we can take take a note out of their book. Like, often we're just, most of our running's just on this weird, slightly too fast but not fast enough um type running where we should just mix it you know go through the gears have have some slow cruisy runs um do your warm-ups nice and slow but then crank into some good speed and and workouts treat your body like a ferrari that's what i say you wouldn't keep your ferrari in second gear (laughs) you'd take it through the through the paces
1: my my um pain point or what I notice a lot of um runners do mainly recreational guys people guys and girls who are just getting into the sport they just go out and run the same thing every day so and often mm. it's um they'll get out hard and their their last like they're doing a five k their last few k's are always the slowest like they're just fading yeah and yeah. and it's because they they don't know or don't understand like how to train the body to kind of you know be fine with going slower at the start, like the, you know, it's not a race at the start and to finish faster, you're not only going to feel mm. more fresher, but you'll feel more confident and positive about your run rather than, you know, going yeah. out running by flat for the first two and running six minutes by the last two, like be much more beneficial doing it the other way around. And um just trying to get that in people's heads. And I had a friend recently cause he had done that and I said, mate, how much do you love, like, fading at the end all the time? And <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I suggested to him to get out a lot slower and start um, working on that. And all of a sudden, you know, he's running, like, 4.40, 4.30 at the end rather than running, nah. like, five minutes the first couple and then fading to six minutes. He's going, like,
0: 5.30s yeah,
1: yeah. at the start, five flat through the middle, and then a 4.30. And it just just from a change in mentality, and it's, like, giving him a lot more confidence as well.
0: For sure. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good advice. And if you follow people on Strava, you definitely see this just so much like that, just descending speed um, throughout the throughout the run. Um, whereas the more experienced runners, you see a real slot start um, and then they get through that first 15, 20 minutes and then the action starts to happen. Um, yeah. And I kind of refer to it like, you want to internalize the, that good training. Um, and if you finish struggling and waddling home, um, then that's just internalizing bad training for the next one. So finish the way you want to start the next run, like finish strong, finish fluid with good technique. And then when you pick up where you left off, you should be um, carrying on what what you started at the at the last one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about us for this episode. Uh, just to really catch up with, with everyone, let them know what's, what's about to happen. We're about to enter a, a massive season of racing. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we can stay open in New Zealand and we can get all the season of races done. But we'll be um, back after National Cross Country Champs with, a, with an update, hopefully hopefully it's not another five months
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, we'll um, highlight obviously the key results there and hopefully have a couple of interviews from some of the races as well um, as well as um, team up a potential interview with another person that we think will be interesting for the show as well
0: yeah awesome thanks Stefan cheers mate happy running everyone